Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Aileen Schultz, a Toronto-based growth and innovation strategist who is the founder and president of the World Legal Summit. Hi, Aileen. How are you? Hi, good. How are you doing? I'm very well. I'm looking forward to speaking with you today. So tell us about your background and the genesis of the World Legal Summit. I've always been attracted to the legal industry. I've always been obsessed with the law in terms of transforming it for the better, you know, as a root of society and how we function and how we operate together as citizens. My original background at a university was working with a project in human trafficking funded by the federal government. And This gave me a lens into just how slowly some of these systems, in particular the government, operate. That was the driver in going into the technology industries. There I approached digital strategy and technology and began working with startups and tech companies, which operate, of course, much, much quicker than the government and these systems. In working with these companies then, I uh, jumped on board with a company that was looking to build out the global legal industry in innovation. And with that, we built the Global Legal Hackathon. And the Global Legal Hackathon was this opportunity to see the world operate in this collaborative way. And that particular framework that I built out for the Global Legal Hackathon was something that was well-suited to other initiatives. And one of the main things that came up when actually I went on a run one day, went for a run and thought, you know, what is the best opportunity for a framework like this right now? And the World Legal Summit came out of that. It's funny that you had that idea while running because I too am a runner and have a number yeah. of, of uh, interesting ideas that I'm running. I always think I need a pencil. I need a pen. I got to figure this right? out. You know, I don't <laughs> run with my phone. So it's not like yeah. I, can, I can make myself a note. So, so tell us about the World Legal Summit. What's its mission? The focus there is on bringing disparate jurisdictions together and um, to talk about the legislative and regulatory frameworks around emerging technologies. So whereas previously a lot of my work has been focused on bringing better technology to the business and practice of law, the World Legal Summit is focused on bringing better law to technology. So it's a bit of a flip. Um, So the focus there is on legal transformation and from the standpoint of what are different jurisdictions doing right now to manage emerging technologies? And so that's looking at the terrifying implications of things like the CRISPR twins or how are we managing blockchain companies that have effectively started running rogue? How do we bring the world together in looking at these problem areas in a way that is unified. These are problems that most governments and jurisdictions are looking at right now. Um, Emerging technologies are universal. And it's sort of almost like a race to the bottom. You know, everybody's looking at these things, everybody's working on these problem areas, but there's not really a coherent body of regulation around a lot of these things. And in some jurisdictions, there isn't any regulation. And so a lot of these technologies are effectively operating outside of the law. So the World Legal Summit is designed to bring better insight and understandings to the jurisdictions that either don't have any kind of information around this stuff or to jurisdictions that are working on these things to 
collaborate with others and understand and learn from others. And then to take that information and provide it in such a way that technologists and organizations and open source communities that are working on these things can actually take that information and develop it into their technologies. Can you give us a specific example of this alignment between the government regulatory influence and the management of the technology in some way? One of my favorite examples is there's an organization called the Sovereign Foundation. They're a company that is out there. They have a blockchain infrastructure, a decentralized infrastructure. And talking to them a while ago, they were telling me how they need more legal input in terms of building the framework. So their problem point that they're working on is building out a framework for self-sovereign identities, which is effectively identities that can be personally governed in short. So the organization like the World Legal Summit, what we would do there is a company like that might be interested in coming out then and learning from the World Legal Summit and the insights that come out of it on what jurisdictions are looking at the self-sovereign identity equation and digital identities and what are they doing? How are they managing these things? And then how do we then take that back to our organizations and actually develop those things into these technologies so that these technologies are then ready to actually be put out there and put in practice? So, for example, in Estonia, they've actually implemented this is an overdone use case at this stage. It's quite popular in I was talking to someone actually who's working on the project over there and they're now working on 2.0, 2.0 of their digital governance system. But what they're looking at is digital identities in the government. And so that touches on this self-sovereign identity equation. And so organizations that, for example, are working on that particular problem area might come to the World Legal Summit to learn from what is being done in different jurisdictions on that topic. How does the World Legal Summit differ from other legal events and organizations? So it differs in two main ways. One is that it's global and simultaneous. So currently we have 30 cities and growing that are involved. And what happens here and what I mean by global is that these are locations that are working on these problem areas collaboratively in their respective time zones, but on the same day worldwide. And it's connected then digitally. So these are physical locations that are doing this. And then the other part that is different is that it's happening in two phases. So phase one is focused on the research and insights gathering portion of it. And then a month later, after we've had time to process that information and get it into a way that is readable and accessible to people, we then have part two, which is focused on the development side of things. So then bringing that information and supporting organizations in actually developing their technologies in such a way that incorporates these insights. So the company that you mentioned may be a host in a particular city? So companies like them would be interested in most likely coming out to part two, because part two is the development sprint. So that's where technology companies are going to be most interested. And then part two is focused on the actual understanding research insights. And so that's where then universities, law firms, and government organizations, law societies, these types of organizations would be hosts for part one. Who is the World Legal Summit ultimately for? 
there's, I would say, two different audiences here for part one and part two. So for part one, it would be for policymakers, academics, legal professionals, technologists who are working on and want better insights around the actual legislative and regulatory frameworks around emerging technologies. And then part two, the audience there would be tech savvy legal professionals that want to help technologists and these organizations to better develop their technologies and then those organizations. So the actual technology side of the equation, and that could be nonprofits, it could be companies, it could be even law firms that are wanting to build something or add to their current technology base. So it's organizations that want to actually improve their technology then for part two. What is happening in the market right now that's driving interest in an initiative like this? That's something, of course, there's going to be hundreds of different variables. And I can speak to the parts that I see and sort of my inclination and why I think something like this is so interesting to people worldwide. And I think there's a couple sides to that. In the legal industry in particular, we're at a time where everybody's freaking out and afraid for their jobs, I'm obviously a huge proponent of innovation, transformation and change. And I actually see it in a different way. I think it's a great opportunity now for legal professionals. And I think they probably see it this way as well. For the legal industry, there's opportunity here to provide that more elite. And I don't mean that in a snobby sense, but this sophisticated, there's an opportunity to provide more sophisticated insights and support and contributions to the legal industry. And in terms of global collaboration, I think it's really just the maturity of the digital landscape. So the maturity of the digital landscape allows for something like this to happen. It allows for us to simultaneously connect 30 cities worldwide to work on this problem area together. When will this summit take place and how can members of the legal community participate? World Legal Summit is happening in two parts. Part one is August 1st, 2019. And then part two is a month later, September 6th through the 8th. And you can get involved by jumping onto the website and registering your interest. Worldlegalsummit.org. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Aileen Schultz, a Toronto-based growth and innovation strategist who is the founder and president of the World Legal Summit. Aileen, thanks so very much and best of luck with the summit. Thanks, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.